Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the expansion of the Kingdom Ministry. I'm so happy to be back with a powerful word and message. Now, I don't know who this is for, um, but I know that it's going to bless somebody's in the name of Jesus. So before I get in, I just want to say a quick prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you, dear Father God, for waking me up to see another day. Many people didn't get a chance to wake up and see another dawn, dear Lord. And I thank you for not only waking me up to see another beautiful, precious day, but to be able to be in good health, to be able to have hands to use, feet to walk, a mouth to speak, lungs that are filled with the breath of life in the air that you breathe into me, dear Lord. I'm thankful to have eyes to see physically and eyes to see spiritually and ears to hear physically and ears to hear spiritually, dear Lord. I thank you that there is my heart pumping blood throughout my body, dear Lord, and I am able to choose my peace. I am able to choose my mindset. I am able to choose the day and the week and the month and the year that I get to experience, I am in control of my destiny, dear Lord. Thank you for giving me the power to have authority over my life, dear Lord. I thank you for speaking to me, dear Lord, to be able to bring your people, your sheep to me, and you to use me as an instrument, dear Lord, to speak through others, to others, and for you to speak through me, dear Lord. I'm so thankful, and I pray that whoever is under the sound of my voice, dear Lord, that they experience a shift in their life, a breakthrough in their life, a newness, dear Lord, rejuvenated energy, dear Lord. I pray that they have a positive mindset and a healing 2022. Dear Lord, I pray that the person under the sound of my breath, dear Lord, the sound under my voice, dear Lord, just experiences you in a whole new way, in a fresh, big, winded way, dear Lord. So I thank you so much, Father God. And I pray and I'm asking that you bless this word for whoever it's for, dear Lord, and bring the people that you specifically assigned to hear this word, dear God. And I thank you in advance, dear Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you about wanting to have it all done in your own timing. And what I mean by that is that you feel like, this is for someone who feels like they should have accomplished more um, than they have, and they should be in a different position in life than they are, and, you know, you're beating yourself up, there's, there's this deep, deep, deep sorrow, and disappointment, and grief, and anxiety, and depression inside of you, because you know that you're capable of so much. Let me rephrase this. It seems like you knew you were capable of so much and you had high expectations and high 
um, standards for yourself, but you have fallen short in your own mind. And now you're questioning, do I even have what it takes? Am I the person that I thought I was? What I felt like was going to be so easy for me has been the number one struggle in my life. When I look at others, I see how it's so easy and so simple for them to do um, this simple task that I have been struggling with. But I want you to know that this is your own flawed perception of yourself. And now that you're starting to question, is that how I even am? Am I ever going to be able to make it? Now you know that you're in the the right position for God to start transforming you to become the person that he created you to be, not who you thought that you would be, not who that you not who you thought you were because we can think a lot of things about ourselves but we wonder why there's trials and tribulations that come and we start to see wow I never knew that that was inside of me for example you get into an a relationship and you've always been the kind of person who is you know um trustworthy you know you're easygoing in relationships but this person they bring out a side of you that is envious they bring out a side of you that is jealous they bring out a side of you that is um angry and so you you're questioning um wow, this person, you know, why are they doing this to me? Why are they making me feel this way? Why have they cheated on me? Why have they lied to me? Why have they used me financially? Why have they used me for what I have? Why have they, you know, um, betrayed me? Whatever the whatever the situation may be, and, and you're thinking to yourself, God, I wish that I would have never even met this person. It just seems like all they did was bring me, you know, um, anxiety. All they did was bring me heartache. All they did was bring me pain. But God um, allowed you to freely make that decision to get into that relationship, even if he knew that it wasn't the right person. Even if he knew that the this situation, this person was going to bring some negative things in your life, God said, I see how I can work good into my child's life from this situation, Romans 8.28. We know that all things work together for the greater good of those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. And so then you start to think, um, you know, why did the, the it just seems like there's so much pain but when you're focused on your pain it blurs your vision of god it takes your focus off of the one person who matters which is our god so we're just so busy looking at our pain looking at the betrayal looking at the questioning why are we here if if i would have never been with this person i would have been you know so much more successful so much more achieved and accomplished and, and all of these things and so you're thinking You know, you're just looking at everything that's just like the black hole of the situation, the negativity, like what I like to call it is a black hole because you're focusing on all the negatives and it's sucking you in to where you're not able to look at the bigger view and the bigger picture and and look at and look at God. And when and when you start to get out of that black hole, 
um, you start to see the light and you start to see, okay, well, God, you know, I would have never known that I would, could, that I could allow someone to get me to the point where I'm putting my hands on them, to get me to the point where I'm like literally so angry that I can feel my whole body get sick. Like I'm like literally so, um, obsessed with them. I'm, I'm so, you know, obsessed with this hurt and obsessed with this pain. I never knew that I thought that, you know, I couldn't get got, you know, I thought that I would never allow someone to do this to me. Matter of fact, I saw the signs and I still decided to jump, you know, with arms wide open. And so you start to see, you know, these are some things that I need to work on internally in myself. And so you start to dig in deep and you start to see how God actually did bring out some good out of a bad situation because you start to see, um, you know, I never thought that I would act like that, but clearly it's in me, you know, and so I have to know that and keep that in mind and, and try to work on those things and, and and express my anger in a um, healthy way or remove myself instead of entertaining and getting into it. And so you start to see the positives, but it's almost like when you're so focused on that black hole, you start to realize, um, or you start to just focus on the the negativities in it and it sucks you up and so i just want to you know go to the story of elijah where he was sitting underneath a tree and he asked god to die and so then god sent an angel and they said this journey is too much for you rest and eat and and so I think like whenever whenever we get so wrapped up into the, the black hole of our lives, like I haven't accomplished this, I haven't done that, I have so much work to do in this area, like I need to get this done and you start to feel overwhelmed and you start to feel um, sorrow and you start to feel anxiety and you're disappointed in yourself and you just realize that you have so much work to do and you're just so overworked in your mind you haven't even physically um you know brought this out into your life yet you're you're just getting started with everything that you know is on this next journey in your life and you're feeling so overwhelmed and you're feeling like I should have been had this done I should have been did this if I would have never talked to this person then you know I would be completely different I would be whole I would be healed I would have been you know finished in school I would have had a, a career going I would have you know had money saved up I would have I would have did this I could have did this I should have been here by now I should have did this and you know God is saying you know that this journey is too much for you right now rest and eat and so when the angel says this to to Elijah he he does rest and he does eat and he still wakes up feeling hopeless and so um if you go to 1 Kings 19 it says Elijah runs away. 
King Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done, and now Elijah had killed all the prophets with a sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, May the gods punish me terribly if by this time tomorrow I don't kill you just as you killed those prophets. When Elijah heard this, he was afraid and ran for his life, taking his servant with him. When they came to Beersheba in Judah, Elijah left his servant there. Then Elijah walked for a whole day into the desert. He sat down under a bush and asked to die. I have had enough, Lord, he prayed. Let me die. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the tree and slept. Suddenly an angel came to him and said, get up and eat. So he did that, and then he went back to sleep. Later, the Lord's angel came to him a second time. The angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. If you don't, the journey will be too hard for you. So Elijah got up and ate and drank the food. The food made him strong enough to walk for 40 days and nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. There Elijah went into the cave and stayed all night. So Elijah still, even after he rest and eat he still was you know tired and so then the lord said elijah why are you here he answered lord god all-powerful i have always served you as well as i could but the people of israel have broken their agreement with you destroyed your altars and killed your prophets with swords i am only one prophet left and now they are trying to kill me too so you notice how he's elijah walks into the desert the desert is symbolic to things being dried up you're feeling like you know my career it's dried up my love life it's dried up my health it's dried up um my purpose it's dried up and so you're under the tree and you're just like god like I'm hopeless. He he prayed, let me die. I am no better than my ancestors. Then the angel says, get up and eat. So he does it. And when he says, get up and eat, God is saying, get up and eat my word. Get up and eat my presence. Get up and eat and soak up me, not physical food. And it says the food made him strong enough to walk 40 days and nights. If you get into God's food, God's word, God's presence, God's spirit, if you eat up the nourishing food for your spirit, then you will be able to continue on. God will give you enough strength. You see, you've been trying to do it in your own strength. And then we go down to Elijah saying, look, I've tried to serve you as well as I could. But then he starts focusing on the black hole, all of the problems. Israel had broken their agreement with you. They destroyed your altars and killed your prophets. And I am the only one left. And now they're trying to kill me too, God. Like there's just so much things that I have not accomplished. There's just so much things that I need to get done. There's just so much on my plate, God. And I feel helpless. And you're focusing on the black hole. Then the Lord said to Elijah, go stand in front of me on the mountain and I will pass by you then a very strong wind blew until it caused the mountain to fall apart and large and large rocks to break in front of the lord but the lord was not in the wind 
After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a quiet, gentle sound. When Elijah heard it, he covered his face with his coat and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then a voice said to him, Elijah, why are you here? He answered, Lord God, all powerful, I have always served you as well as I could, but the people of Israel have broken agreement with you, destroyed your altars, and killed your prophets with swords. I am the only prophet left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, go back on the road that leads to the desert around Damascus. Enter the city and pour olive oil on, on Hazel to make him king over Aram. Then pour oil over the Jew, son of Nimsha, to make him king over Israel. Next, pour oil on Elijah, son of Suffet, from Abel, Meloha. I don't know if I'm pronouncing these words right, these names right. To make him a prophet in your place. Jua will kill anyone who escapes from Hazel's sword, and Elijah will kill anyone who escapes from Jeshua's word. I have 7,000 people left in Israel who have never bowed down before Baal and whose mouths have never kissed his idol. And so you notice the Lord said to Elijah, go stand in front of me on the mountain and I will pass by you. Then there was a wind, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. So the Lord is saying, you've tried so many things. You've tried so many things. You've tried this relationship. You've tried that relationship. You've tried this um, career. You've tried that idea. You've tried this talent. You've tried that. And the Lord was saying, but I was not in any of it. I was not in any of it. But the Lord is saying that I am t I am assigning you something. In this season, I will be in what you're doing. Ooh, Jesus. The Lord is saying, I will be in what you're doing. And he will tell you specifically what you need to do. The only thing is that you don't need to overthink it and you don't need to think that just because you thought you were supposed to be somewhere does not mean that God still cannot use you, that it's too late for you, that you've tried. God is saying, you know, I know that you wanted to get better faster. I know that you wanted to accomplish these things. You thought you would have everything figured out, but God is saying you thought you thought because you tried to do it in your own strength. You tried to figure out everything on your own. You tried to jump into this relationship without coming to me. You have not included me in the things that you were doing. And I know sometimes you want to move. You just want to go. You just know you have so much things to do. You're feeling overwhelmed. And you feel like it's just too much sometimes. And, and it's so heavy. And so God is saying that you do have limitations. That, you know, you will be set back. You will surprise yourself. You will look back and think... Wow, I could have had that done way faster, but I didn't. I could have been accomplished this, but I didn't. But God is saying to you that you just need to start right where you're at. You don't need to be looking at the black hole of things, sitting under a tree, going into the dry places of your life and asking God to just let you die in that. 
to just be so disappointed. You don't know what your purpose is. You don't know any of this, these things that are going on. God is saying that this is where it all begins. This is where it all starts. This is where I'm going to be included in everything. This is where I'm going to tell you where you, what your next steps need to be and what you need to do. You do not need to try to figure everything out like you have been. You've been trying to figure it out and do it all in your own strength but God is saying this time you're going to do it with me and this time I'm going to give you the strength that you need I'm going to nourish you with the food of the spirit that you need that you have been depriving yourself of that you have been deprived of and you are going to get up and you are going to take a step by step and not focus on the end result you're going to keep going and keep walking into what God has for you. Life is a journey. People are so focused on getting to the destination that it robs them of the true peace and the true joy and the true experience that they can feel and, and experience out of life because they're too worried about where they should have been, where they need to be, what they should have done, what they need to do. Instead, you're not allowing God to be the strength and God to be the cornerstone and your rock of your plan. God wants to be included in it. And God is saying that I know that you thought that you should have been here. And, you know, just like Elijah, he literally thought like wow this is taking me way longer than you know what I want I wanted to just get better right away but for some reason I'm still ha struggling and it's the same with you you're still you you know you've still been struggling and you just wish that you could be further than what you are but God is saying that you have to stop focusing on the black hole that is just sucking you in deeper and deeper. That you have to focus on him and give it over to him. And he will get you there in his perfect timing. God knew that you would be exactly where you're at in the place that you are. And, and God is saying, you know, that nothing that you accomplish, nothing that you achieve adds to your worth. Nothing that you accomplish and nothing that you achieve will add to your worth. Nothing that you don't accomplish and that you do not achieve will, will take away from your worth. That your worth is your worth because God sees who you are. And God loves you with who with who he's created you to be. He loves your heart. He loves your soul. He loves your spirit. You are his masterpiece. He is constantly working on you. When an artist is doing a painting, they love their painting. They see things that they can improve and tell that it's to their perfect liking, to their perfection. God is saying the same thing. There are some things that I need to take out of you. The anger, the insecurity, the bitterness, the selfishness. And there are some things that I need to add on to you. Strength, health, um, a love, loving um, desire and outlook on life. God sees so much work and, and, and things that he can do to you. But he's taking his time. And artists 
when they're truly in their creative um, environment, they don't have a deadline. They literally are just creating their art. They take their time. They realize that they have to let the, the spackle dry overnight to create that texture that they want. If they try to paint over it while, the, while it's still wet, it can ruin the whole process. So there's just a process that Lord ha- that the Lord God has been taking you through and that um, he knew where you would be and he knew the decisions that you would make. And he, he, trust me, he worked around everything that you thought that was going to destroy you. God said, no, 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 no. Everything that you thought was going to destroy you is only going to make you stronger. Ooh, Jesus, I feel it so, so strongly, so strong. And, and God is saying that, even though you thought you should have already done it, even though you thought that you should already be here, God is saying, you're enough for me right now. You're enough for me right now where you're at. And and I want to work on you, and I want to create my masterpiece. And, and I know, I know when when life gets too hard and overwhelming, I will always be there for you to to give you the strength that you need. So all you need to do, literally all you need to do is seek God. Put God into what you're doing in your life. Take it day by day. And nothing is going to be impossible for you. If it's in God's will... You're going to live it out as long as you are an open vessel, focusing upwards, keeping your head upwards on the things of God and the things that are for you and the things that are working for your good. Instead of keeping your head down, getting sucked into that black hole that is only diminishing you even more. God says, keep your head rise, focus tunnel vision on me. I will give you the strength that you need. I will direct your steps. And I will be in your plans this time. And they will not fail. They will only prosper. Every weapon formed against you will fail and will not prosper. But every plan that I have designed for your life will be worked out and will prosper in your life. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. You just need to take it step by step. Don't focus on where you're at, where you should have been, all of these things. There's nothing that you can do to change. The thing that you can change right now in this moment is you can decide to say, you know what? I've been trying to do it in my own strength. I'm giving this over to God. I'm doing all that I can do, and I'm letting God do the rest. I'm taking it day by day. I'm not going to stress myself out. I'm not going to put this pressure on me, this burden that, oh, I need to accomplish all these things. Otherwise, I'm worthless. No. I realize that I'm worth it, and so I am going to accomplish everything that will not only add to me, but will just be the fruit that speaks to people in my life, that I can be a living testimony and show God and show, I mean, and show people that with God, you can accomplish anything. 
that with God, your dreams and your heart's desires will come true in his timing, that it was not in my strength, that it was in his strength. When I tried to do my plans, when I tried to do it in my own strength, it got me nowhere. But I am living testimony that God, with God, you can do all things. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I pray that this encouraged you that know that you're not a failure, that God knew exactly where you would be exactly at this time. Take it easy. Hang loose. Mahalo, my brother. Like, that's what I just hear God saying. Like, take it easy. Give it to me. Don't let the enemy place this this big block on your life that's just so heavy on your shoulders it's such a burden it's such a dark hole that's just sucking you in because you're just so disappointed in yourself and you should have been here and you should have did that no 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 longer can we carry that into the new that god is doing with us it's time to renew our mindsets and focus on the good and the the positive things what is working in our life what we are walking into, what we are going to achieve, what we will do, what we will achieve. There's no longer of what I didn't do, what I can't do. No, no, no. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So if you know someone who's struggling with this, if God puts someone on your heart, feel free to share this message, forward it to them, and um, know that God loves you guys so much that you guys can do it, that you're worth everything, no matter if you were to not accomplish anything else in your life, that you're still worth it to God, that you still have done a good thing in your life just by being you, just by being you. But God is saying that my children, no, they don't just settle for the bare minimum. No, my children... They're going to walk into everything that I have for them. They're an overachiever. They're going to achieve everything that they thought they couldn't, that everyone else thought was impossible. No, 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 no. My child, you can do this, God is saying to you today. I love you. God loves you. Until next time, blessings.